Hello and welcome to Friday Devos. These are short devotionals put together by Crossroads staff members to help you end your work week or just start your Friday on the right note. For today's devotional, we are joined by Crossroads student and young adult pastor Josh Mullen as he shares a devotional about what he's learned from transitioning his kids from the bottle to solid food and how that can apply to our spiritual lives as well. So grab something to take notes with and let's get right into it. Most of you know that recently Oakley, our youngest, turned one. We've learned a lot of things in the last year or so of his life. Baby boys are way different than baby girls, duh, but besides the obvious, quick diaper changes are a must. And I don't think we've ever realized how important baby gates were with our girls, but we definitely know how important they are for him. Oakley also loves the bottle of milk, well, formula, way more than the girls did. He's very demanding when he sees the bottle being made, being carried around, or even as it gets closer to him. He lunges towards that thing with such force that sometimes it feels like he's about to jump out of my arms. But as Oakley's gotten older, he's developed these things in his mouth. They're white, sharp, and they hurt like crazy when they come in. They're called teeth. He isn't getting teeth so that he can continue to suck on a bottle the rest of his life. You all know why he's getting teeth. So he can eat solid food. So months ago, even before the first sign of teeth, we began introducing him to Puffs, the surprisingly tasty, air-like, freeze-dried, self-dissolving baby snack that sometimes you see teenage girls munching on. Then we moved on to baby food. First with no texture, yes, the banana flavor reigns supreme. Then little, what looks like microwave meals of shells and cheese, raviolis, etc. You know the same is true for us spiritually. There comes a time in our life, in our relationship with God, and with others, that we have to move away from the bottle and start in with the solid food. If we don't, we run the risk of never being able to live the full life that Christ has for us. Hebrews 5 12 through 14 says, You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You're like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. Pretty tough language, but it goes right to the point. We can't do what we ought to be doing if we're still getting our spiritual nutrition from the bottle. We've got to move to the spiritual meat and potatoes. So how? Do something that you've never done before. If that means a dedicated daily appointment time, then do it. If that means finding a group of people to be accountable to by allowing them to check in on you and how your time with Jesus is going and other things in your life, then get that set up. If that means instead of saying, I'll be praying for you when someone shares something with you that they need healing for, you say, let's pray for that right now. Regardless of where you're at, do it. If that means you've never been filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, start praying for that. Maturing is important so that we don't miss out on what God has for us, sure. But it's also important for us to move to solid spiritual food so others around us don't miss out on what God has for them. Remember the writer in Hebrews referenced that, You should be teaching others, but you can't because you need to be taught again. Well, Paul says this in Ephesians 4, 11 through 15. 
Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We all have people that are in our realm of influence that we lead. If you're a parent, you're a leader. If you're a grandparent, you're a leader. If you're a manager at work, you're a leader. If you're a teacher, you're a leader. If you have breath in your lungs, you're leading someone, so you're a leader. You have interaction with those who you lead daily. And I'm sure that some of those same people you walk with, serve with, live with, aren't where they need to be with Jesus. You'd like to see them live less off of the bottle of milk and depend more on the solid food. Don't give your people the bottle. In love, challenge them to go deeper. If you feel worn out by the people that you lead, it might be because when they need a steak, you're giving them a bottle.